We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, and welcome to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 244. Our guest is a business owner in the industry that all started from an idea that her and her daughter saw as a hole in the industry and sought out to fill that hole. They've done such a lovely job with their new brand, Veltry Sport, which has a whole line of riding bags, as well as lifestyle backpacks. You can really use them for anything, but the amount of detail that goes into each and every one of these backpacks is really incredible, both for an equestrian athlete or someone with an active lifestyle. So without further ado, I would love to welcome our guest today, Lisa Veltry. I know we've been chatting a lot over this last year. I am a huge fan of your products, um, but I feel like I don't know the full story and really wanted to kind of hear everything from the beginning. So, and I know your kind of entrance into the equestrian space is a little unique. So tell me how you first kind of found yourself in the horse world. So I was never a horseback rider, but my daughter started riding at the age of four. I bid on a week of um, horseback riding camp. And after that, she got the bug and and we've been riding um, or she's been riding since then. And she's now 17. And uh, we've been all over competing. And um, she really was was very into it. And um, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind. Did you ever feel the need to ride yourself? Actually, no. One time I was on a horse. Um, I think I was in the Girl Scouts and I'm a bit afraid of heights. And I don't know, being that far up off the ground, Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel comfortable, but I love animals. I love horses. Like I, I just love them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe now I'd be, I'd be better at it, but I, I don't know. It's just. And I also, I also feel like it's one of those sports where it's like, I give the adult, the, the ladies who start as adults and men so much credit because I feel like it's one of those sports where it's really helpful to start when you're young. Absolutely. That's like skiing and snowboarding. Yes, gymnastics, you know, like everything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, it's so much easier, but I do have now a love for the animals that I never did before. So that's been, you know, a change for me personally. Yeah. And then tell me a little bit about your career history, because I know you have some fun fashion industry experience that I'm so jealous of. Yes. So um, I started my career as a buyer. I worked for other companies after that doing some buying. And then I went on the other side and went to more of merchandising and product development And I really enjoyed that because I I do have an art background. I was an art major in college, a business minor. So I felt like the development of product and um, just knowing what is going to sell 
you know, it's, that's what a merchant's role is, um, really to say, you know, to pick out a product and, and have an eye for the fashion piece, but also know what the consumers are looking for. So, um, yeah, that's where my strength was. And then I really honed in on accessories when I was working for different designer brands. So that was really exciting. I loved accessory. And then I became known pretty much as kind of the accessory guru in the industry. So um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So cool. And I feel like that's such a specific and important skill to have, um, especially now that you have your own business, like finding and sourcing and designing products that you know will sell in the industry that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you really have to be a good listener for that as well, because um, you could have a great eye and, and think something looks, you know, looks good, but it also has to be Um, useful and functional for the consumer. So I think it's that happy medium of, you know, developing fashion forward product, but at the same time it being useful. So yeah, I think having that combination of the sensibility is really important. Definitely. Tell me a little bit, you've been now having your brand Veltri Sport since summer of 2021. And so you're still very relatively new and have found some amazing success in the industry. Tell me how that even came to be. Yeah. So um, like I was speaking about before, I did a lot of traveling with my daughter. Um, We were doing many shows up and down the East Coast. And what I found was just... Uh, a lack of what we were looking for. So I, I didn't find that the equestrian brands were really servicing my daughter's needs. Um, we were, again, looking for a more fashion-forward product and something that was you know, easy to clean, practical, but functional, and at the same time looked really good. Um, and I think that also went across the board into apparel as well. But apparel wasn't my thing. Accessories was my jam. And now I feel like there's been a lot of apparel brands that have been um, addressing, you know, the comfort, the style, the ease of the equestrian wear. Um, But I felt like there was still a void with the accessories. So since accessories is my jam, I felt like it was, you know, an opportunity. And with a nudge from friends, um, family, and um, even the folks at the barn, they all encouraged me. They said, definitely do it. With the background I had, they thought it was a perfect fit to bring something new to the equestrian world. So yeah, so I uh, got my pen to paper about a little over a year ago and started sketching and talking to people and talking to my daughter and I, I knew over the years, the things that she complained about, she always wanted to leave her bag and her other things in the car because they were very utilitarian looking and she didn't feel comfortable going out to a restaurant or maybe taking it to school and other people didn't find it functional to go from work to the barn. And, um, Yeah. So it kind of just evolved. But again, I think 
being a good merchant is not only seeing the um, fashion sensibility of it, is to really um, speak to your consumers and see what the needs are. I think the reason that I really wanted to have this conversation with you is um, just for that reason that it is not just a riding backpack. It's not like a piece of material that you can like chuck all your stuff in. It's so much more. You have super high quality materials, recycled and vegan materials. And I feel like you're really environmentally aware. And um, I feel like there's just so much thought that goes into each and every detail of your product. So I would love to first talk about your backpacks. Give me kind of the rundown of all of the features that you would find in one of your Veltri bags. Sure. So that was basically the backpack, and we call it the Delaire backpack, um, was the beginning of the collection. Um, that was really where we felt that there was a void, and it stemmed from a couple things. Again, we wanted to use a sleeker, more fashion-forward fabric, but that also was very easy to clean because a day at the barn is very dusty and dirty, but at the same time, any of our backpacks, you could wipe down with a damp cloth, a wipey, and they look great. And you could then head to school, to work, wherever you're going out to dinner, and it looks really nice. So that the fabric was like the huge piece of it. And then it being a recycled fabric was something that we were looking for as well. Um, and we could talk about that you know, further down the road. But yeah, the brand being sustainable was very important to us. And then the other piece in terms of the functionality of the backpack was the fact that my daughter's helmet, we spent a lot of money on on her helmets yeah. over the years. Yep. And it just didn't make sense to me that the helmet compartment was on the outside with the helmet exposed. And, you know, it was very easy to scratch and we did get it scratched up a lot and it just was never protected. So we really wanted to develop something that had an interior padded compartment that you could put your helmet in. And also from the outside, when it's in there, you, you don't see it protruding out. So no one would necessarily know your helmet's in there or that you were an equestrian or, you know, you could go different places and it's a little bit more subtle. So that was a key feature. Then in terms of the other functionality, we just wanted to have like easy access to different things. I know some bags get too functional and too many pockets and, you know, we wanted to have just the right amount. So we wanted to make sure we addressed having a big water bottle pocket for the Yeti bottles or for a fly spray. So a, a nice um, wide pocket on the exterior. We also wanted to have a cell phone pocket on the exterior for easy access, as well as a crop holder with a snap loop, uh, not Velcro, because Velcro at the barn gets a little tricky. And then we also did a top uh, zip pocket for more secure items that you could put your wallet, keys, money, whatever in the, in the top. And then we also have a carabiner that gives you easy access to things that you may want to clip on. Our Delaire backpack actually 
comes with a small zip pouch where you could store your horse's treats or any quick quick um, access items. Uh, you could also clip on any of our other accessories. All our uh, pouches that are sold separately have tab loops that are durable and can clip onto the carabiner as well. So again, when you're ringside or, or you just need something easy access, it's right there for you. So again, it was all about the organization. And then to take it a step further, we did a padded compartment on the backside for your laptop. So again, if you're going from school or work to the barn, you have your laptop there. And it's really so comfortable because when you have it on, you can't even tell that your laptop's in there. And we wanted it on an exterior pocket because when you're traveling, it makes it that much easier to just pull it out and not have to rifle through your bag um, to try to get it out. So all of these things, we just, as we went through the things that bothered us over the years, we just always, you know, made note of it and wanted to address it for our backpack. Um, and I think we've done a good job about it. Also, the uh, construction of the straps are very soft and comfortable. You could wear it extended uh, time and they don't dig into your shoulders. It also has the um, clasp on the front so it's secure when you're hands free. Or if you need to put your backpack on the golf cart, you could clip it on. I mean, I don't know how many times we drove off at a show and my daughter's bag went <laughs> flying off the back of the cart. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was like, okay, that can't happen. So it was really about all the things that frustrated us over the years and trying to address that. So, um, and that's what we'll continue to do with any future products. This episode is so graciously brought to you by Redding Goat Equestrian. Redding Goat Equestrian created outerwear pieces that are waterproof, breathable, and insulated in one technical piece. Yes, top and bottom in one piece. That is perfect whether you're riding in sub-zero temperatures or in a monsoon of rain. And let's be honest, I'm a Floridian and I still wear it during our Florida winters. It is amazing. They also have tons of pockets and pouches to stash your keys, your phone, spurs, you name it. And it also has a beautiful silhouette, so it doesn't look super bulky. You need to see this for yourself. So head on over to Redding Goat Equestrian. That's R-E-D-I-N-G-O-T-E equestrian.com. And you can check out for yourself. See their winter insulated gear as well as their rain gear. Also, be sure to use the code podcast and you'll receive a free tote with any purchase of a suit. Thanks so much, Redding Goat Equestrian. All right, let's head on back to the episode. I've been wearing your backpacks for probably seven or eight months now. And um, I feel like one of the biggest misconceptions that I get from people who see them are that they're, first of all, they're like, how do you fit a helmet in there? Because it just looks so compact. And I'm like, oh, my helmet is in there right now. Like, And then, you know, like I unzipper and show them. And I think the biggest misconception besides that is, okay, so does the backpack just fit the helmet? How much can you actually fit in it? But the main pouch is actually not the helmet compartment and you can fit quite a bit in it with your helmet also in the helmet compartment. 
Yes, that's correct. So, um, and that was the other thing. So thank you for reminding me. So when I was always um, Alessandra's horse mom and I would pack her up and we would get ready for a show or whether just going to the barn, we always had her things organized in Ziplocs. And it was just, you know, one Ziploc for hair accessories, one Ziploc for spurs and maybe another for um, sunscreen or yeah, wipes. Exactly. So, you know, we had treats and others, back numbers. um, Anyway, so I I would always keep her very organized in that way. Um, So really the, the separate pouches we call the Darius zip pouch was really a replacement for the Ziploc. So we wanted to develop them in different colors. So basically you could organize your gear by color. So she would know that in her camo Darius zip pouch, she'd be able to access her shoe polish or, you know, in the in the yellow pouch, it would be her hair accessories. And, and those are really easy then also to keep all your stuff in the backpack. It just, they slip right in. And again, you could clip them to the carabiner. Um, so we would keep now all her gear in these pouches. And then I roll up her show jacket, put it in the top. Actually, she does this all now. This is, you know, what I used to do for her when she was younger. Yeah. But so that was the idea is really to stay compact and organized. I mean, yeah, everybody tends to, I have bags you know, just as a mom that are all sizes. I'm a, I'm a handbag lady. So I love bags. And, um, you know, if you have a bigger bag, you're going to start carrying more stuff in the bigger bag. If you have a smaller bag, you organize it in a way that it's useful and adequate. Um, so I think it's all, it's all like, depends on, you know, what you have and how you carry it. And um, there's plenty of room in the backpack. And if you like to carry a little bit more, we do have a larger size version, which is 15% larger, which definitely could fit more. But yeah, I agree. There, there, it's, it's a, a misconception. It looks like, you know, it doesn't hold as much as it does. Definitely. And that's why I also love the pouches because I think you really touched on an important part um, and something that I am totally guilty of. If my if I have a big bag or tote that I kind of carry around as like my everyday bag, I will put the most random junk in there and until it's completely filled. And then when the time comes that I need to grab something, I'm literally digging around where I feel like even the regular size Veltri backpack it's, you can really organize it in a way. And I think, especially with your pouches, um, I'm definitely like have a, on my like to-do list, I would love to get the pouches embroidered and kind of like labeled with all the things like, um, sunscreen or spurs or hair nets and and things like that, because I feel like that's just an extra level of my like OCD organization, but it's the perfect, you have found the perfect happy medium between large enough to store all the things that you would need in a ring bag, but small enough that you're not, it's not going to get overcrowded and filled with stuff that you don't really need in there. Absolutely. And that's why we made the pouches actually so slim um, is because we wanted to make sure they slipped right in that bag, regardless of how much stuff you put in them. So uh, we didn't want them taking up a lot of room and we, we wanted it to be an easy grab. And again, you could clip them on the outside when you need it. So, um, 
yeah, I think that's all important. And I love the idea of labeling um, the different pouches. In fact, hopefully one day I'll get to the point where I could offer that as a service, but I totally agree totally. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think another fun aspect to Veltri Sport is that it your products are great for non-equestrians too. I know you have some um, like snowboarders and skiers and really anything that would require a helmet, but even not um, any type of lifestyle. I know that I have used the bags and your belt bag to travel and, you know, not even work or riding related, but it's just such a great sleek backpack and belt bag. And oh my gosh, I use your belt bag all the time. And I love how you can unclip it off of the belt and just kind of carry it as a pouch or a separate little wallet for your purse or your backpack. Um, so I feel like the, the ability to use it across all areas of your life. I know a lot of equestrians are also avid skiers and snowboarders. So I feel like that was brilliant. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because, um, again, my sons are active and they they snowboard. We ski. My daughter does riding, but she also snowboards and skis. And it was important for us to utilize the bags for different sports, whether you're a cyclist, a skateboarder, or again, like what you said, if if you don't even require a helmet. I mean, I use the bag for travel. I'll use the bag for the gym. I put my sneakers in the helmet compartment. I mean, there's definitely a lot of use with all the other detailing. And it and the thing I love most about it is just the fact that it is so easy to clean. So after a day of travel, you know, I'll take one of the wipes they give you out on the plane and I'll just wipe it down and it looks brand new. So yeah, and and in terms of the uh, belt bag, that's been a great style. We've had a lot of success. And again, the um, idea was, you know, when you're riding, I, I hated when my daughter had her cell phone in her pocket. Some of the britches, the, the pockets are, you know, shorter. So we really wanted to be able to develop something where you could keep your cell phone safe while riding and not feel that it's there. Um, I use the belt bag at the gym. I'll go for a run. I'll use it on the elliptical. Again, there's a lot of uses, walking your dog, uh, however you want to use it. But um, one little bit of feedback that I received after developing that style was, and when I designed it at the time, the iPhone Pro or Pro Max, the larger size, was not around because I, I design a year in advance. So I know some of my consumers were disappointed that it didn't fit the larger iPhone, the Eaton belt bag. So now we have in development the larger size pouch um, where you'll be able to purchase the pouch separately or with the belt and it will fit the larger iPhone. So that should be coming out sometime at the beginning of the summer or sometime in July, wow. which I'm excited about. Oh, and I, I did also forget to mention that our fabrics are water resistant, which definitely make it a plus to be outdoors with all these activities. Um, and we also use waterproof zippers on our electronics areas. So the thing I love about that belt bag is that you could be washing your horse or you could be out in the rain and your cell phone is safe. So smart. And that's that same zipper is on your laptop zipper as well, right? Correct. 
Yep. Amazing. So tell me what you would say is an area of the industry that you have become passionate about that you feel like the rest of the equestrian world either just doesn't know a lot about or doesn't talk that much about? Yeah. So I think going back to the fact of being environmentally friendly and wanting to use uh, recycled materials, trying to be a sustainable brand, those are all things that are important to me. And and then now I'm learning more about it in the equestrian community. I've, I've learned, I should say, that there is a lot of waste in the equestrian world. Um, you know, there's it takes a lot to take care of these horses and there's a lot of stuff you constantly need, whether it be in packaging or, you know, ringside with, you know, water bottles or anything that requires plastic paper packaging. So I, I've definitely been more in tune to that now. I actually befriended some of the people from green is the new blue. And I've also learned a lot from them. I think it's just something that should be top of mind for this community. And then I think obviously the world as a whole is how do we not be so wasteful? I know even the way I run my own house, I am very, my kids always say like, mom doesn't like wasting food make sure you recycle. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I am big into that. Uh, I don't like to throw away food. There's a lot of many starving people in this country, in the world. Um, That's just something that resonates with me as well as, you know, the excess stuff and the excess waste in New Jersey. They just passed, you know, the, uh, that you can't, buy your groceries. Uh, you can't use plastic bags anymore. They, the stores can't use them. So they can't um, package yeah. stuff up. So you have to bring your own bags, which I thought, great, finally, you know, that just makes perfect sense. Like, you know, if you, people are forced to bring a bag, they're going to bring a bag for their groceries. I mean, it's an adjustment, but they're going to do it. So just little things like that, I think, Um, people need to just be more cognizant of and how they could all pitch in um, so we could keep the environment intact for Mm -hmm. those in the future. Definitely. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Um, If anyone listening wants to learn more, they can visit Lisa's website at veltrysport.com. I am obsessed with their products and they are totally worth the investment. So thank you so much for taking the time, Lisa, and I wish you all the best. Thanks, Bethany. I really appreciate it. All right. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week.